0: Hello, beautiful. I'm your host, Samantha Roberto, founder of the Vibrancy Method Program, and I am honored to be your life and mindset coach today. I believe we are most vibrant when we are authentically ourselves. And quite often, it's our challenging moments in life that shape us to be that best version. I also believe that deep down, we all have an unshakable confidence within us. And sometimes, we just need to be reminded of the light within and who we truly are. So here, we share empowered women's stories to highlight the importance of honoring the journey and to learn from their lessons. We've got a great episode for you today, so let's get to it. Hello, ladies, you guys, I am so, so excited about today's episode, and I know you are going to love it too. I have got my dear friend, Dominique DeVita, whose mission is to help you live life fully from a place of magic, love, and abundance. As a registered nurse and certified transformational tantra coach, she's a healer almost want to think of Marvin Gaye's sexual healing. That's very much Dominique's vibe. Labels aside, she saves and transforms lives. She believes that by blending science and spirituality, we can better understand our bodies, respect ourselves, and deepen our connections with our partners. That's why she uses a holistic approach to coaching to focus on harnessing the power of your body to master self-love. Ultimately, this self-love leads us to experiencing the pure bliss of soulful, connected love. Oh my gosh, it's so juicy. So basically she's the coach who teaches you how to get off The best while getting the most out of life. Yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) Yes to that. Welcome to Hello Beautiful, my dear.
1: Oh, thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to have this conversation. It's going to be a juicy
0: one. I love juicy. I'm inviting juicy into my life. So before we get into, you know, all of the topics of tantra and relationships, I'm so curious because you like I just read, you were a registered nurse. So what was your path that led you into that space?
1: Such a great question, Samantha. I've been a nurse since I was 19. And when I first started nursing, I was fascinated by everything about the heart and cardiac. Mm-hmm. And also, I was a you know single mom when I went to nursing school. I had my daughter very young married, divorced, and a child at 19, my goodness. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I wanted to help people and to help heal people. And I was in a small town in Texas. So the pathway there was like, you will be a doctor, a nurse. And so many people were like, you're smart enough to be a doctor, you should go to medical school, school, but I was a single mom. So I was a nurse. Again, everything with the heart fascinated with me were cardiac critical care, cardiac cath lab. I went took the role of a special training where I can take the role of an assisting surgeon and I would help do open heart surgeries and I worked with heart transplant patients. So just so many things and, you know, the, with the healing journey that unfolded for me and I worked that for so many years. And I didn't notice until later that part of the reason I decided to be a nurse is just having a history of an alcoholic parent and falling into that caregiver role. So as I started doing some of my healing, I realized why that also was a career choice for me. Much different. As you look at doctors and nurses in the hospitals, their family dynamics growing up are usually much different. The physicians have a different confidence level than the nurses, even though they both know a lot of the same thing. So it's really interesting how childhood shapes us. But anyway, i kept going through my career as a nurse. And when I I was interested in learning about Tantra about a decade before I did, but I had the misconception that so many people have is that you need to have a partner to begin to learn Tantra and you don't, it all begins with you, like first learning these practices on your own. So I delayed this healing journey for myself by a decade. And then when I went to LA as a travel nurse from Texas, I met a lover that he had, Studied Tantra for over a year. He'd even dated a Tantra coach. And I didn't know this when we first hooked up. And, you know, at the time, I'm born on Halloween. I'm a Scorpio. I'm just having a good time. LA is like, I felt like a kid in a candy store with all these yummy men. And I was doing some modeling and things at the time. And I was like, Samantha on sex in the city. I was just wilding out, having a good time. And, I was just like, oh, he's hot check. He's like really athletic check, sexy check, you know, all of those superficial things that I had been looking for in partners. And then when we were together, we had this experience of, you know, with the Tantra where he was able, which I teach my mom clients, men with Tantra are able to separate their orgasm from their ejaculation so they can be multi-orgasmic and have sex for hours. Plus they get charged up by the orgasm. So I support men in this because if men don't know these things, who will the women be with? You know, I can teach them Tantra all day, but if they don't have lovers that know these loveless skills, because this was my Marmangay sexual healing for real, for real. So I had this experience, you know, we had no chemicals in our body, no alcohol, I don't drink. And we had these, I experienced these prolonged ecstatic states of bliss and pleasure for over five hours. It was amazing. It was so intense. And one of my best friends, she's just like, Oh my gosh, you always like sex to last a long time. I just want them to get it over with. Well, yeah, if your lover's not very good or if they're replicating something that they see in porn, Mm -hmm. of course you want them to hurry up and get it over with because that's not really satisfying Mm -hmm. for female pleasure. So I was just like, Yeah, but you know, time flies when you're having fun. And it literally felt like, even though I knew within that window of time, so much had transpired, it felt like as if maybe 20 minutes had gone by. Yes, like a flash. And that's why I say I've had my first soul And I can share a link with you to share to the listeners where I go more in depth than that. But that was such an eye-opening experience. And if you've heard of kundalini energy or kundalini yoga, the kundalini energy, which I knew nothing about at the time, rose up from my root chakra all the way up to my third eye and I had awakening. Wow! And so it was super intense and profound.
0: During that first experience with him. That first experience.
1: So, you know, there's also another poem that I love to share is um, called Conscious Cock as Medicine. It is like when men know what they're doing and how to hold space for the divine feminine, the goddess in us to just really sit there and surrender and have this amazing epic experiences of pleasure because pleasure is medicine. It's so healing on so many levels. Mm. And so in this person also he knew how to meditate and he's a meditation coach as well and a yoga teacher so he just knew how to hold this really beautiful space for me to where I knew he was so relaxed in his body I intuitively could tell that he wasn't worried about when he was ejaculating mm-hmm. or that he was going to orgasm too fast because sometimes as females we know like we can intuit Oh my gosh, my partner's right on the edge of about it having an orgasm. And I don't want to push him to that point. So I'm going to hold back my pleasure a little bit. Mm -hmm. I'm going to rein myself in so I don't push them to that tipping point. So sometimes as females, males don't ever get to experience us being fully unleashed in our pleasure and our passion Mm
2: -hmm. because
1: they won't be able to handle that intensity. That will be the game over for them. Mm -hmm. And so for some reason, I could just intuit and feel like he really is not worrying about this at all. Mm And he's so connected and with me because another thing when I've had lovers who I've had like 20 orgasms with before that person shared with me later. Oh, I was thinking of math equations in my head so I wouldn't finish so fast. And I didn't have a desire to be with that person again, even though we've remained as friends. Mm -hmm. And later as I discovered Tantra, I was like, oh, it's because we didn't connect on a deep level. Like I didn't feel fully seen and connected to him. Mm-hmm. He was distracted in his mind. Because mm-hmm. sometimes males will do that because they're trying to perform good and they have good intentions, mm-hmm. but they're not fully dropped in and present.
2: Mm-hmm. So that
1: connection and that presence and just holding the space for the divine feminine is like I just was had this free pass to so just like just enjoy yourself, just relax and just keep going until like things will be done when I'm ready for them to be done. <laughs> and that was a game changer for me. And the next morning he says. Oh, will you come? I had errands to run. He says, will you come back again tonight? I was like, is that a question? I'm here. And then it was, I thought maybe it was a fluke, you know, and then the next night the same thing happened. Oh my God. So at the end of that, I just sat up in the bed. I looked him in the eyes and I was like, I just want to clone you and give one of you to all my friends. Cause I also felt this amazing pleasure for myself, but this deep sadness for so many women who I knew would never experience this in their lifetime.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's what been, you know. I started learning more about Tantra. And then I ended up leaving my nursing career because I realized Tantra has the tools to open people's hearts.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: this is where the deep healing is on so many levels. And so I'm so committed to this. And I just want to elevate the divine masculine and divine feminine. And we can support one another and guide each other to what's truly possible for us because we've been dumbed down by what media and porn has been feeding us. And I'm here to feed your soul.
0: Oh my gosh. And I am here for it. Yes. Wow. You know, even just sharing, like listening to you and sharing this story, I feel like the healing, I feel like unlocked almost. And, and I love it. Like I can already, I already know, you know, the listeners that have husbands or partners, they're going to be like, okay, we need to figure out what we got. We got to send them to you. And even for women, cause I feel like men and women, like when it comes to sex and sexual energy, there is, it is so loaded and there's so much. There can be so much shame around it. Yes. Um, and so much, you know, like you said that we've learned from the media and from different sources that sex is bad. Wait until marriage, like all of these stories that can keep us repressed. Yet as you're sharing with us here, when you can be fully embodied in the moment and surrender to the pleasure that's available, it can actually unlock your greatest center, your heart.
1: Yes. Yes, it was so healing. It just opened me up. And I had been in this space where, you, get, you know, I was like, Samantha on sex in the city. And I was already having better sex than 90% of my friends. I was already being a, a recurring guest on Playboy Radio to give sex tips. Yeah, And then I realized I had only been scratching the surface of what was possible for me. Mm. I only had hit the tip of the iceberg. Mm. And to realize here I was having better sex than the majority of people. Mm-hmm. And yet I was not even at my full potential of what I could experience with pleasure and bliss. I was like, whoa, that is so hit me so deeply you know mm-hmm. and so you know I love to have like a holistic approach even when I work with my clients of mind body soul mm-hmm. and connecting all of those things but at the time when I was operating like Samantha on sex in the city my heart chakra was very guarded and I was very close and I was very my masculine energy mm-hmm. and I was like don't fuck with me you can't break my heart I can have sex with you and move on next I don't have any feelings about it and then I realized, oh, okay. When I open up my heart chakra, it hurt at first. It was so like such an experience to really open up. But I just really leaned into that, and mm-hmm. it was so healing. And even when that relationship ended, and we've stayed, we still have this beautiful connection. But even when that relationship did end, I just was. Even though I kind of wanted to shut down and be like, Oh no, see, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't. Have done that. I was like, No, I've done too much work here. I'm just going to keep opening in love, and I'm just going to be love, and I'm not going to allow fear or things to make me feel guarded and block myself off because all of this armor that we put up that we think we're blocking out the hurt, we're actually blocking out a lot of the beautiful blessings in life more Mm. than blocking that out. So when we can live from our heart space and open, Mm -hmm. the life just starts to be so much more magical and so much better. And our relationships, just not romantically, but friendships, coworkers, everything is... Is more, you know, goes with more flow and more grace. It's just so much. Life is so much easier mm. when you're open up into vulnerability. And then when I step to my feminine, like we feel the feminine is weakness.
0: Yeah. Our
1: vulnerability is weakness, but yeah. it's actually our superpower.
0: I say it all the time. Amen. Say that again.
1: Yes. Our vulnerability and our femininity, those are both superpowers. Yes. So step into that. And we need more of that. And In the world around us, because there's so much with the toxic masculinity by the patriarchy that has been instilled in the world around us, and it doesn't serve the feminine, but it also doesn't serve the masculine because they're trying to tell men how to be like this. Or even now, when men are changing, they're like, "Oh, men aren't real men anymore." No, that that toxic BS. We need to let that go and stop Mm -hmm. having men feel like that's how they should be. Men should be able to. Men are humans. They should be able to have a human experience. They should be able to feel their emotions. Mm -hmm. They shouldn't always have to be the protector, the provider. They should be able to have a human experience as well. So yeah, so just let them open up. And men are actually the best balance of masculine and feminine energy because they're actually both the XY chromosome.
0: Mm, Tell us more.
1: Yeah. So, you know, females were XX chromosome, but males are XY. So they get the more of the balance of the masculine and feminine. But because of this... And the way the patriarchy is, they often want to suppress that because they feel the feminine energy is weakness or am I going to be perceived as, quote unquote, gay, which there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, patriarchy, their beliefs and homophobia and everything like that, which is BS as well. So then they try to suppress and repress that and they go into being very hyper masculine or being really big into sports, or as soon as they graduate high school, they join the military because they're just trying to show how tough they are. I'm a soldier, I'm this, I'm that. Mm -hmm. And they're just fighting against themselves and the system. And I think that, you know, it's just really unfortunate that young males at 18 can sign up for something that could put their life online or have them killing other people. And that can create PTSD and trauma for the rest of your life. But you're old enough to make that decision, but you're old enough to drink alcohol is so bizarre to me.
0: I never thought about that. That is insane.
1: Yes, but you're at 18. You're old enough to be impressionable, and they can start putting you through boot camp and instilling you mind in, in things in your mindset and programming you, and that's what they're doing.
0: Yeah. So, so in terms of for anybody listening who's like, okay, I, I'm so curious. I hear about all of this energy and this heart chakra and tantra, but what is tantra for someone who's coming in and they're thinking tantra yes. is crazy, like? sexual thing that freaky people do, and it's not for them. Like, can you explain the truth about Tantra?
1: I would love to. Tantra, the the word is from a Sanskrit word, and it means like a weaving and expanding and to expand something and a weaving of looming of bringing other elements in. And it's not even about sex. That's not what Tantra is all about. Tantra is actually gives you tools for transformation. Mm -hmm. So there's different aspects of tantra. There's white tantra that goes into breath work, meditation practices, Mm -hmm. which the meditation practices help with sex because your brain is your largest sex organ. So when you can be in a meditative state, you're able to not allow your monkey mind to distract you from your pleasure and males will have longer staying power and be able to stay more focused in the zone with their partner and females can too and not be distracted. By our to do list or things that we've done, so we can drop more into our bodies. So that does help to have more pleasure in sex, but it's just mainly breath work. And then breathing also, when you do breath work, you're circulating that sexual energy through your body better. So when you have these clear channels and your chakras are opened up with doing breath work practices, then even when you're having sex, you're breathing that turn on energy more fully through your body and you're giving more oxygen to your sex organs. And that enhances your sex but that's not what it's about. It's just like, oh, that's an added benefit. Okay. Then with pink tantra focuses on self-love and the heart chakra. Mm-hmm. And for females, when our heart chakra is closed, usually our yoni, which in Sanskrit is for the pussy, Regina is cl- more closed off. So when our heart is open and we feel safe and able to surrender the orgasms flow more easily. That's why in romance and, and things like that, for the woman, they want to be wooed and for to feel love for the person to really want to have sex. So we operate from the heart. When this opens, then things below open is usually how it is. For males, they operate more from their positive poles. So for males and females, the positive pole for the woman is in the heart and the negative pole is in the yoni. Mm -hmm. And not to say that that's negative, but the energy charge for males, the positive energy charges in their lingam or for Sanskrit for penis and their negative energy charges in the heart. So for males, the first thing that they're interested in is is the lingam. That's why even before a date, some guys, when they're trying to woo you, they're sending you unsolicited dick pics. (laughs) That's because that's like their thing. They're like, oh, this is amazing. I just can't wait to show you. Please wait.
0: (laughs) Anyone listening, do not do that. Wait. Yes. Like, let us ask
1: for that if that's what we want. But anyway, but that is why. So they're so focused on this. And when they feel like this is seen and loved and appreciated, then the energy goes up to the heart and then their heart opens. So it's kind of like a battery. So it's a a different loop. So Tantra helps both men and women, the pink Tantra, to open that heart chakra so we can have... More love, and the heart chakra connects your upper and lower chakras, and it also connects you with the world around you, so you're able to connect better in relationships and things like that when you have better relationships and When you have the love of yourself, you can be a best a better lover. Mm-hmm. you can attract healthier relationships, you identify healthier relationships. When your self-love game is off point, because then you approach your relationships from a base of abundance and not scarcity, not expecting someone else to make you feel loved. I don't feel loved. I need someone to love me. I need to feel loved. Please love me. That's a whole different vibe. And that's going to impact your relationship over the long term. So when you can approach relationship from like my cup is full, anything you give to me is an overflow And I have the overflow to share back to you and not be drained from this. Then you can start having healthier relationship patterns and dynamics. Mm -hmm. So that helps with love Mm -hmm. and intimacy connection. Mm -hmm. Then red Tantra does start to infuse some of the these practices in with self-pleasure, Tantric self-pleasure and with your sexual energy because of the power of the root chakra. Your sexual energy is your most creative energy. It is your life force energy. We were created from this energy. So there should be no shame in that. Mm -hmm. So in society, they want to disconnect us from our power centers by saying, oh, that's bad. You should repress that. You shouldn't do that. So a lot of us walk around and we're disconnected Mm -hmm. from our power center. But you can literally create the life that you want to create by tapping into this energy. And if you've read the book by Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich, Chapter 11 is Sexual Transmutation, The Mystery of Sex. And that's so edgy. Just think in the 1930s, this man dedicated a whole chapter on this. And he had interviewed at the time over 25,000 people who were the most successful people at the time, like even Thomas Edison, Abraham Lincoln, Dale Carnegie, like all of the people that were really successful and asked them tons of questions. And this was a big thing. It is believed that Nikola Tesla, Steve Jobs, Thomas Edison use sexual transmutation techniques to tap into their creative genius. So you can unlock your creative genius Mm -hmm. and be more in your power Mm -hmm. when you know how to master this. So you start bringing in your root chakra, your sacral chakra, your sexual energy, your breath work, breathing those things together and allow your turn on to surge through your body open up your chakras combine with breath work. So you can do it as a solo practice mm-hmm. and then you can partner with someone and enhance that. So when you have sex with someone and both of your chakras are on and popping, that sex is so intense because mm-hmm. you're you're getting charged up with each other's energy centers. And that's why missionary position initially was such a popular position. And I used to laugh at that position. Like when I would meet someone, they'd be like, what's your favorite position? And I would joke and I would be like, Lights off, no talking missionary. And it was just a show. How yeah.
0: many ladies can relate to that? I know women yeah. who would say the same thing. You know, I remember in high school, that was like the thing or in high school. yeah.
1: But that, I would say it sarcastically because that was not my favorite thing. It was like my least favorite position. But a lot like, of
0: women, eh. a lot of women are like, because there's this tension around it. It's the fear of being seen. It's shame in the body. Like they're so different, so layered, right?
1: Yes. I had no shame in
0: my game. Good. But okay. I was,
1: I was so. But then I was really distracted by like Cosmopolitan magazine. All these positions you should do, and we can get caught up in the acrobatics and the performative aspects of sex. And then our egos are there, and just trying to, you know, our egos are just trying to perform for the partner, and we're not really connecting. Mm. or not really seeing that person. Mm. We're just being there for show and for superficial reasons. So we've all had sex where we've been with someone skin to skin. But have you had sex where you've been with someone soul to soul, you know, like where you can really drop in and connect with them on a soul level where you can drop the armor, drop your walls, be vulnerable and be fully seen and be held in that space. And for them to see you and still honor you and you honor them in those moments and still connect and feel true lovemaking Mm. that's so powerful, so profound and I've as many sexual experiences as I've had, mm-hmm. I've only had a few partners that I've had that experience with. It's very few males that are able to hold that sacred space mm-hmm. because they get hung up and conditioned from watching porn to think that it's about something else.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I will share with you, I had a lover that... I have this, you know, like twin flame connection and we're decades apart in age, but we have a really beautiful connection. He's much younger than me, but of legal age and consent, of course. And he is, you know, I've had these beautiful connections with him. And when I first started to learn tantra more and get my tantra teacher training, I was working more on my chakras, more on my chakras. At the same time, he was doing more things on his own with meditations and with fasting, and was starting to eat more vegetarian foods and not eating meat. And so he was doing his own inner work, his inner healing at the same time. And we always had this amazing soul sex um, experience as well. He's my second lover that I had that experience with after the first one I told you about. And because I just attracted him, you know, it, it was just connected, eye contact, I could tell it's because you just start to attract better lovers once you have these experiences and you've done this healing. And I had done my healing journey on myself, took even a year of being celibate for a while and started healing my patterns. Why was I attracting the same partners? All of those things are so critical for everyone to pause. I used to joke and say the best way to get over a man is to get under one. No, pause and heal from the shit and see what was going on before you carry that baggage and energy into the next partnership. And then you wonder why it's not working. You've got to sit and like, process and see what you need to heal to not attract and repeat these patterns. Mm -hmm. So I had done that. And whenever I was with him, we would have this amazing intense times again, hours on end. And he was just naturally able to do this and which is awesome. And then when we started to be together and like missionary position was okay. And he had all this really great control of he could last for hours without ejaculating. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, when we were in this moment of our healing and we would come together, we would do, we'd switch from our positions and go to missionary. Like he would start to ejaculate really fast and he had a control where he normally wouldn't. So he, I remember him just standing up and get down the bed and he was just shaking his head. He was so like, what? Cause we've had sex already many, 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 many times. Mm-hmm. So he was just like, what is happening? Like he could not figure out what was happening. And it felt so good. It was like the most intense thing. I was like, wow. And I said, why is all of a sudden, this is like the best thing. This has always been my least exciting position. Mm -hmm. I've never really thought that much of it, but we were mainly doing it because we like to kiss and you're able to kiss and have more intimacy. So we're doing that. And then I realized, oh, it's our chakras. Our chakras are surging. And because our chakras are lined up, because we're you know, body to body, face to face like that, the energy is going up so fast through us that then he was, you know, he was just getting charged up. up faster and it was a turn on for him. And so we just realized that was that work that we have been doing on our chakras and our healing. And then it was making intensifying that. And that became like, okay, we'll do that. That position is fire. We're going to save that for last because that could be like the end of everything, but it was amazing. We're like, how did this become like the best thing ever? But it happened because we were, we healed our chakras. And when your chakras are aligned, missionary is not a boring position. It is so intense. So just oh to God. share that. So it's a Tartar just changes your life outside of the bedroom and inside the bedroom.
0: I love it. I love it. And I'm here for it. And so I imagine like for the the audience, the people that are listening, you know, there's different components to it. It's, you know, people could be single, they could be in a relationship, they could be married for 20 years, you know? So I'm wondering for someone who is curious about this, like I would assume that the first step on this journey is is really looking yourself in the mirror and being like, okay, I'm going to start doing the work for myself. So, So let's say, because there's mostly a woman, female audience, you know, what is something that someone who is curious about this and curious about going into like stepping into the ring of this. Maybe they've been in, you know, a relationship with the same partner for the past 10 years and don't really know and they do the same thing. And sex is almost like a not a chore, but just something that you just, you know, you do it like once every list. week. Yeah, it's like a to-do list. Check, I've done it, check, you know. And it's lacking that intimacy and that connection and that life and that, you know, experience how, because the way I kind of see it in metaphor, it's almost like it's raveled or it's tangled or it's pent up. How can you start to unravel this beautiful gift and just start to unravel this energy so that it becomes more free flowing?
1: Oh, I love that. A lot of times I work with both singles and couples. And recently I had a male client that he's sixty. And he's having better sex with his wife now at 60 than when they were 30. And she was too shy to work with me. She was not comfortable talking to me about sex, but she would always tell him whenever we would have sessions, he would be like, I just want to thank you. And my wife says to thank you, Mm -hmm. which was so sweet. Yes. So they, he's like, I feel so much power in my penis. I wish I discovered this 15 years ago. And he was on the verge of needing to take Viagra. He was got a Viagra prescription because he wasn't able to have sex with his wife, and never she mind was wanting 60 to have year sex. Olds,
0: but never mind, sixty year olds. There's like some thirty year olds and young, like young guys taking back, vi- like you know, you know why that is
1: because porn,
0: mm. porn addiction
1: is creating with the neuroplasticity, is creating pleasure pathways in your brain, and men are used to having this rapid fire sequence of the money shot, the money shot, the money shot. So whenever they're self pleasuring, one, they use a lot of force. And they're really aggressive, just mm-hmm. like if we use a heavy-duty vibrator that desensitizes us, it desensitizes them when they use the super grip, which often they do when they're self-pleasuring. And then they're watching the porn and they're just seeing that rapid-fire sequence of all of these images. And then when they're with their partner, all of a sudden in their brain isn't getting all of this excessive stimulation. Yeah. And the penis is like, hey, man, where are all the visuals at? And especially when they're trying to make eye contact with us, and they're just kissing, and they're not able to see, you know, all the goods. And especially not in that sequence, like you know how it is in porn. So they're noticing now that teenage boys are starting to masturbate to porn instead of back in the day of just like a still image or something from Playboy. And their brains are already starting to pattern to this at a young age, as a teenager, that they're having a younger and younger, younger in- ages of erectile dysfunction in men from 20s and 30s. So I help males with porn addiction. I help them with ejaculation control. I help them with premature ejaculation and erectile dysfunction. That's my jams because as I support men, that's also supporting women.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Right. Right. I like that. Yes. 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 Because,
1: you know, it it impacts us when males approach sex this way and they don't know what they don't know. They just, no one teaches us the right thing. So of course we go look at porn to figure it out. It's not to shame them. And then we think that's what we're supposed to do. So they go and look at that. So one thing that would really help if you have a lover is to even show them this trick. This is really cool. So just get your hands together. Just for an example, get your hands together and rub them together back and forth really, really fast. Now go really, really slow, 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 slow. Now just notice how much more sensation you feel as you slow down. Now, if you were just to kind of like even bring your fingers apart a little bit, close your eyes and then just take some nice deep breaths into that and even see if you can kind of feel the energy between your fingers. Sometimes you can, if you can tap into that subtle energy. And like when you're with a lover, you can kind of feel that energetic dance between you get more, tuned into the energies of things. But just even noticing the most important thing is how whenever you touch yourself slowly like this, how much more sensation you feel. So show that to a lover, show them the difference and say, you know, when males are doing that jackhammer move that they learn in porn and they're really working a lot, they're exerting themselves, they're making themselves more tired and they think that they're doing so much for us. Yeah, no, it's not. Yeah. We're not feeling as much sensation when you go that fast. Mm-hmm. Our brain can't even process the sensation that fast. So slow things down. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that you could do just to show and demonstrate to a lover
2: mm-hmm. so
1: that they could understand maybe the importance of taking that slow with you. Now, another thing is I often work with female clients and sometimes their partners, they're, they're losing some of the arousal or the desire. Well, a lot of times is a lot of times the female and I'm just, when I say female, I'm not implying about gender. I'm just speaking anatomically speaking because how the, our, our body is anatomically structured to experience orgasms and sex. So however you identify gender wise, I respect that. And so I'm, so I'm just speaking on anatomical terms as a, as a nurse. So, um, as a female, we're so often in the world that's so male dominated, we lean more in our masculine energy. One, so that we're not taken advantage of, mm-hmm. so that we're not hit on when we don't want to be hit on. Mm-hmm. So, or that we're not sexually harassed in the workplace or that we're taken seriously in the workplace. You know, I have a lot of clients that are attorneys and, at high power positions mm-hmm. and corporate executives, and they have to be lean very heavily in their masculine energy. Mm-hmm. Then when they go home, it's hard to turn that off. Mm-hmm. And when you don't turn that off, sometimes you can't tap into your turn on. So what it means whenever you're in a relationship, and it doesn't matter if it's a same sex relationship or not, but I'm just going to give the example at first of like female male. If the female is in her masculine energy and the male is in their masculine energy, you don't have that polarity. The polarity is that positive negative charge, just like a battery has a positive and negative charge to have the energy run through it. So you have that spark. Mm -hmm. So you need to have the duality, the polarity of the opposite energies. So even if sometimes you'll see women that are very in their masculine, they may choose partners that are men that lean more in their feminine energy. That actually will work for the sex life. And that keeps the passion alive because this male leans more heavily in the feminine, the female is leaning more heavily in the masculine. And then there's still that attraction. You still have the polarity or you can do a dance and you can switch in between it. Mm -hmm. And if it's a same-sex couple, two males or two females, then one of them will play off of like, am I going to be more my feminine or my masculine? But a lot of times when we cohabitate a lot with someone, we start to be so similar to them that we kind of lean into the same energetic and we're more like roommates or Mm -hmm. siblings instead of lovers. And then you don't have that. You're like, oh, I love them. I care about them, but I'm not feeling that passion. Mm -hmm. A lot of times it's the energetic. So even as the feminine... Like, if you would just lean into your feminine energy, Mm -hmm. that's the biggest gift you could give a male partner because the world is so male dominated. If they're in the locker room at the gym, they're around like men, 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 masculine, masculine. When you show up in the feminine goddess, that's such a fucking gift and a turn on because how often do they get to see that? That's so rare that you see that in our world. So doing Tantra to even learn how to lean into your feminine Mm-hmm. how to balance these energies and how to open up. So I had one client that her husband, her, they have a small child and she was, they were not having as much of a sex, you know, their sex life, their marriage was great, but things were off in their sex life. And he didn't know she was working with me. she started working with me and I was sharing with her. You're leaning so much, in your masculine and you're kind of dictating and telling him what he what should do all the time. You need to sit back and relax and allow him to be the man so that he feels because she was like oh he's oversleeping he's not even working out anymore he does he seems a little depressed he's not interested mm-hmm. and i said well just allow him to be the man you're you're taking too much control you have a position at work where you're in control and in charge all the time relax at home and trust show him that you trust him
2: mm-hmm.
1: and he would even say to her sometimes do you just not trust me mm-hmm. so he was just feeling frustrated and i think he just felt defeated and had kind of given up so when she started to surrender more and be more feminine and allow him to do things his way or do things his way to take care of the daughter, because I was like, you know, he loves her. You know, she's safe with him. It doesn't have to be your way, does it? Yeah. Does his way still work? And she started letting him do that. Then he started showing up more powerfully in the bedroom.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: they and then he would like, ravage her she's like oh my gosh you know this morning he came in and jumped in the shower and surprised like he started showing up more because she was more in her feminine and he felt more like the man and he wasn't being emasculated in the relationship like okay she trusts me Mm -hmm. and so it really changed the dynamic and their relationship which is really beautiful and the other thing is i work just with women i have a really amazing another thing with tondra that i didn't share it's really great for manifestation
0: okay yeah oh yes of course
1: Because your sexual energy, again, is your most creative energy. Mm -hmm. So we don't, as feminine or women, we do not have to just create life or even for males, but we don't need to just create life with our sexual energy. Mm -hmm. We can create the life we want to live. Mm -hmm. We can focus that on our passion projects, on what we're wanting to call in and intensify, energize, amplify our law of attraction abilities with our most creative life force energy. AKA sexual energy, AKA orgasmic energy. It's different for males and females. Males lose energy when they ejaculate.
2: Oh, I didn't know that.
1: So males lose energy. Yes. So if you notice females, we lose energy with menstruation and periods. We get charged up with sexual orgasms. That increases our energy, charges us up. That's why after sex, we'll be talkative and we'll be energized. And what are males doing? Falling asleep. Mm -hmm. Because the ejaculation drains them. Mm -hmm. So they also lose, like we already have all of our eggs and our ovaries whenever we're born. Males are constantly having to regenerate the sperm and they let out so many millions each time they have an ejaculation. Then they have to replenish all the minerals and the energy from that. That could have created so many lives. Mm -hmm. So then they're tired and they have to replenish. And then oftentimes males will not understand, but they'll resent us subconsciously because we're draining their life force essence. And then they, you will notice after sex, they're kind of like pushing away a little bit, and they don't even know why. But it's because there's some resistance. Because in the Taoist, I incorporate both tantric and Taoist practices. Taoist is from the east. I've worked with this tantra, um, Taoist. Teacher Master Montak Chia, I've been to his workshops and he's been teaching this for over 40 years. And he's in his 70s. He had his youngest child when he was 65. He's like an energizer bunny. He's so healthy and vibrant. And in the Taoist practices, you use your sexual energy to move it through your organ systems to for vitality. Mm-hmm. And Taoist believes that the reason that on average the lifespan of females is longer than males is because males lose so much energy with frequent ejaculation. So males should only ejaculate so many times per month based on their health and their age. Mm-hmm. And as they advance in age, it should be less. So they improve their vitality. So when male, my male clients want to manifest, they need to ejaculate less. Okay. I had a client who was ejaculating three times a day, addicted to porn. I had him stop ejaculating for two weeks before he started learning the other practices. The first two weeks we worked together, he closed a $1.6 million deal in this company, biggest in three years. And the other week, he met and messaged me and said he could close a six-figure deal. And he magnetized that client. He met them in a clubhouse room and identified them as someone that would be a good prospect for the company and brought them in, took the conversations offline, brought them in and closed the biggest sale the company had had in the three years it's been in business. And he wouldn't have had that drive and that energy if he had been frequently draining his energy.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So it's different. But for females... We can use our orgasmic energy for manifestation. So that's why I created a program called the own method, the orgasmic magic manifestation method. And my intention when I created this is for us to have zero tolerance of fuck boys and fuck girls. Yes. And we go into like clarity. We go into self love, healing the chakras solo tantra self-pleasure practices using the energy of the new moon for planting seeds and intentions using the energy of the full moon for manifestation and adding that with sex magic rituals because with tantra there is a thing called sex magic where you use you infuse your most creative life force energy into your intentions and your desires you want so that they can come and be in the world so it's really juicy stuff so i really love that and it's called the own method. So Love it's been so fun. My clients have made, started having more pleasure with the orgasms, manifested divine partners, started making more money, and then just starting to set boundaries and understand like we go into a lot of things using your throat chakra, your voice to state your boundaries and hold yourself high as the goddess that you are and elevate yourself so that you don't tolerate or settle for things that don't serve you. So just realizing that because when we tolerate fuck boys or fuck girls and we're taking on low vibration energies, like I learned with Tantra, I can't put on a body condom and protect myself from someone's bad vibes. Yeah. So I had to start doing a lot more solo stuff. Yeah, I was like, okay. so now my thing is my rule of thumb is like I won't be with anyone unless I want to be like that person. Like what is their self-care game like? What is their self-love game like? do they meditate? How do they nourish their bodies? How do they nourish their soul? I want to know those things before I'm intimate with someone. Mm -hmm.
0: Because I feel like you hear about energetic cords. And especially when you, you, you cross those lines and you become intimate with someone that you develop these energetic cords. Can you speak a little bit to that? And also you hear about, you know, past cords that you may have to past lovers or past partners who could potentially be draining your energy. What's your thoughts?
1: Oh my gosh. This is a profound, profound thing. I do energy cord. I don't do a cutting because I feel like with cutting, just like it can go back. I do a removal where I feel like we visualize even the cord and almost I give the analogy of imagine you're pulling weeds from the garden and you want to roots. pull it from the roots. Like you want yeah. to get to the root of the matter and really pull that energy cord from you. And so in our auric and our energy field, or our aura field and our aura field is more radiant and expansive. With the heart chakra energy, when that's open with our energy field, we can have these cords, whether we can see them in this realm or not of past lovers that are attached to us that are draining and connected to our energy. So it's important that we reclaim our energy and it's not to be mean towards them or we're not wishing ill will towards them or whatever. Mm -hmm. We're just reclaiming our power and our energy. Mm -hmm. So I'll do this and guide my clients through it. And one of my clients shared with me recently, She's like, I felt I was like on a shamanic journey on a mountain when I did that. It just cleansed so much energy and freed so much space up for her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've had people just have such profound shifts and I am interested in someone someone do this with me. And it was so intense. And I had a, had a recent breakup from a healthy relationship when I did my cord removal. And that was, we did a conscious uncoupling. We did everything was, you know, we parted on good energetic ways. It was one of my healthiest relationships I had had. And so whenever it was like, two months since we had had the breakup and they guided me through the cord removal and it was beautiful, but I didn't cry or anything. And they were said, do you have any other energy cords you might want to do? And I was like, this is like 20 years since I, this month will be 20 years since I left my daughter's father. And that was a toxic as fuck relationship. I had to get a restraining order, all of these things. It was not good. I've never dated a man like him since. Thank goodness. I learned that lesson. But wow, the people you will agree to be in a relationship with when you're 21 is all I can say to that. And so now we're on good, even before the quarter move, I'm on good terms with him, his new partner. When I see them at family events, I give them both a hug. I'd send them Mm -hmm. some books for their health as a gift um, because they have some health challenges. I don't wish any will. I was like, all right, I'm at peace with all of this. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I don't know that I need to do that. But okay. I mean, if you want to pull me through another one, I will. I feel like I've already healed that. Mind you, 20 years later. They did that cord removal. I am sobbing. It was so profound and deep. I was like, whoa, what the fuck? I'm so glad I did that. But I, we think like in our conscious mind, we think that we've resolved things, yes. but in our energy body, we have to take care of these things and reclaim our energy. It's yes. so healthy. So I do that a lot with my clients. I'll do like a, a reset where we do an energy cord removal and People have had massive breakthroughs with doing that.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because you don't realize, like, like you said, like if you're not conscious of it, the amount of energy that could be leaking or pulled away, it's like when you can reclaim that and sort of retract that back into you, it's powerful. It's time we reclaim our power, reclaim our power fully. And I mean, as you do, you reclaim that power, you're being elevated to attract a partner who's vibrating at that more, you know, higher energetic level. I feel like there's always, you know, depending on where you are, that's what you're going to attract. So it's like a matter, like I said in the beginning, you know, where do you start? You look in the mirror and it's like, what can I do to, you know, level up and show up as, you know, a person in my full embodiment and my worth.
1: Yes, because like attracts like. Mm -hmm. So even with manifestation or anything, when we want to attract something at a higher vibration, we need to raise our vibes Mm -hmm. and self-love. And I'll say elevate with love being in the middle of that word, elevating yourself with self-love, raising your vibe, getting rid of energies and debris, energetic debris that lowers your vibe. Mm -hmm. And also disconnecting from the energy of shame about your sex and your body and your turn on and your arousal. We're so programmed to have shame or as women, like it's our fault if men are turned on by us or if a woman is assaulted, oh, what were you wearing? Like we're supposed to carry the burden of that mm-hmm. bullshit. But anyway, um, and so there's so much shame that's conditioned <sighs> into us. Like, well, what were you doing? What are you wearing? Um, were you, you asking have for it? You know, all of these things. Like, no, unless I like, it doesn't matter what I wear. If I'm dressed sexy as fuck, I still have the free will to decide who gets to enjoy That I'm sexy as fuck. That doesn't mean someone else gets to. And another thing, when males will pretend that they don't understand consent, they do understand consent. Because if you put them in a gay bar, you'll see why they're homophobic. Men are often homophobic because they're afraid those men will treat them the way they treat women.
0: Mike, drop. Yes. Wow. That
1: is the real fear with the homophobia. But if we just all learn to treat each other with love and respect, Uh uh that wouldn't be a thing. Allow people to be who they are. And homophobia is just you're being an asshole. Like if people love each other, let them love each other. We need more love in the world, regardless of gender or whatever. That doesn't matter. Just love is love. Let people be loving. Stop hating on it. Mm, So beautiful. So beautiful. Yeah. So there's not that blame, but Yes. Elevating yourself, attracting in when we want to attract. Let's say like we want to attract a partner that's at a 10. I'm not saying looks of a 10. okay? I used to be all superficial in the looks because that's what I learned from my mom. Whenever I would date anyone, my mom's first thing would be like, are they good looking? That's all she cared about. So then I got into that thing of like just being hung up on the looks and the aesthetics of someone. So I'm saying on a 10 on on level self-care, their self-love, their meditation practices, how they are as a soul, like as a human being, where they are energetically, is that a 10? So, so often we're like, I want this person's at a 10, but we're over here operating at a four or five. Mm -hmm. Those traits that you want to see in a partner, be sure you work on that for yourself because like attracts like, and Mm -hmm. whenever you match that Universe will match you up with it, but you can't have that discrepancy and be like, Oh, I wish I had these things and I don't. So I'm expect my partner to have those traits. It's great to be inspired by a partner, but we should, we should elevate ourselves up. If that's what we're wanting. If you want that, be that elevate yourself to that. That way you're a match and you're right. Re- you're matching the frequency and we lower our frequency with shame
2: mm-hmm. in
1: the emotional frequency scale. We lower our energy. Shame is one of the lowest vibrations. Hate is one of the lowest vibrations. So mm-hmm. when you start rating with love, pleasure, bliss, joy, then you're, you're vibing at a really high vibration. So having self pleasure, having orgasms, you're at a high vibration. You can have an amazing orgasm for yourself and then enter into a meeting. Or something with someone else or go before, do your public speaking and people won't even know why you're radiating so much juiciness and you're so magnetic and so confident and everyone is drawn to you. They won't even know and they don't have to know, but you can
0: tap into your power. Beautiful. And for somebody who is sort of in that, I want to say like that cloud of shame or just feels like they're just, they're in it. What are some like as a, as a woman, what is some like tangible, first steps to start releasing some of that shame and letting it go and let's shed the shame.
1: Exactly, exactly. To let that go, just to talk to yourself in positive self-talk and affirmations and Mm -hmm. saying, I am worthy, I Mm -hmm. am beautiful Mm -hmm. and letting go. And anytime you have the energy or something that's feeling shameful or bad to you, just let that go. And in your mind just think, cancel, cancel. And then think of a better feeling thought you know, think of something better, or even visualize, like if you see something that's negative or, or you're thinking something's got you in a bad mood, think of something in the moment that makes you feel in a good mood. Like imagine visualize a bunch of puppies or kittens or whatever <laughs> would make you happy or bring you joy for that moment. And just like tap into that and breathe into that for a moment and just try to, you're going to try to, it's a repatterning. And the best way to stop shame is to embrace self-love and start your self-love journey. And I have an ebook that's 12 days to self-love. And it's how I started to heal myself whenever I first learned Tantra, all the practices I used to heal myself from a heartbreak and start to attract better partners. Mm-hmm. And so it's so helpful. But self-love is the best antidote to shame.
0: So beautiful. Embrace you- all
1: those things in yourself that you're feeling negative about and just love yourself. Love yourself the way you wish someone else would love you. Do I'm- that first for yourself.
0: Yes. That's what I say. You know, you can only truly love someone else to the capacity that you love yourself and they can only love you. to the capacity that you're open to accept, you know, accept and receive that love. Yes. And I love that you mentioned you you said in there, cancel, cancel. My mom taught me that when I was a little girl, like anytime you say something that's like not really in alignment or anything that's off, you say it twice. So that's like, I don't know where she got it from, but you just said it too. So um, I love that. I love that. What an amazing mom you have. She's cool. My mom is like, she introduced me to Vipassana and Burning Man. And like, we... we oh, whoa. Yes. That's amazing. I love that. The other thing I want to ask, because this is... um I was speaking to somebody about sexual shame and getting into this work and, and the topic of yoni eggs came up. And so I actually, I've, you know, never used yoni eggs before. I actually just ordered my first jade egg and someone actually stole it. <laughs> like, so it got delivered. Oh my goodness. And someone stole it. So they're sending me another one, but I would love to just, um because I, I do hear that that is a, a good practice to get into healing yes it
1: is there's so much healing with that yeah the the yoni eggs are such a beautiful tool and i'm going to be creating a yoni egg course in the near future and i guide my clients on this in the one-to-one coaching but i just don't have it like as a module or anything at this time but i will share with you it's so powerful Because one, you do like a de-armoring in a way you're, you're going in and, you know, we can hold so much trauma and everything in those spaces and you have the healing properties of the crystals. So you can get the jade egg and there's also other companies that use different crystals like rose quartz, just depending on what healing that you need. I wouldn't start black obsidian can help with a lot with trauma, but that's kind of really an intense one. I wouldn't start off with that as the first egg of choice um, for a yoni egg that you start tapping into the pleasure. And one tip that I will share is that when you start to do a yoni egg practice, you first take your time with it and use a lubrication like coconut oil or something, you know, organic and take time with yourself and feel pleasure in your body before you insert that. Egg in your body. Be sure that your yoni is a full yes to receiving that. If you're not totally feeling it, just wait and do some other self pleasure massage on yourself, love on yourself, and make sure that your yoni is fully receptive because you don't want to use it as, okay, I've got these steps I've got to do and I'm just going to shove this egg at my yoni. No, because then you're almost like creating more of a trauma. It's like your yoni needs to be able to have its voice to say, I do accept this. I do want this. You need to get get consent from yourself. Be like, I'm a full yes to it. And anything that you're doing for yourself, or if another partner is like, hey, would you like to try this? If you're not a full yes to it, then it's a no. You can just take it off the table for now and say we could revisit later. Or is it a definite no? But if it's a maybe, it's a no. So the same thing with the egg. But you're able to do a lot of things with the healing properties of the egg. Mm-hmm. You're able to experience more pleasure yeah. and more sensitivities in your orgasms or intensify with doing the yoni egg practice. It's a beautiful t- tool for healing. So I love that you're going to be on this journey. Wow. That's
0: powerful.
2: Yes. I'm,
0: I'm here for it. I'm excited for it. And I just like, again, like we were saying, the capacity that you can heal yourself and my 2021 word is healing. So I am asking for healing. That is my North Star. And I, and so healing my body, healing my heart, healing, you know, potential sexual trauma. Like, and one thing I was talking, and I know you'll, you'll be able to speak on this too. I was talking to a girlfriend a couple of weeks ago about this, about the whole Yoni egg thing. And, and speaking about trauma for that part of our body. And she's like, you think about like even tampons, the every single time you shove a tampon in that space, it's like, you're shoving it up there or how many times you may have been with some or something when when it's hasn't it been a relaxed full embodied yes like it's a, it's a lot
1: it is a lot it is a lot so it's really important to do that i would really be curious to do something possibly how long are you going to do your goni practice do you have a guide or anything on how you're going to do it or
0: no not yet i'm waiting for it to come in and then uh and then i'm open so that's awesome. I maybe we could do
1: another episode after you've done it for either thirty days or sixty days, and okay. we could go back and have a conversation and see how this has been for you. Let's do it. And then I may just like whip out my yoni egg too and do another routine as well and get all my juices going again because um, I get so busy in my practice with my with developing my business. I'll do self pleasure, but then I haven't like. I moved and I had my, my egg packed up so I could unpack that baby. Ooh. And then we could continue the conversation and see what happens or what we level up or unlock in okay. that process. That could be a fun episode if you're up for it.
0: I am so down because like I said, it's like this new path that I'm on. I've done all different tips healing, but this is, this is a new barrier. It's a new edge. And to be able to share with the audience, like you guys are listening to this in real time. This conversation yes. is sort of evolving to this. So yeah, let's do it when it comes in. And it's so funny that like my first eight, like it got stolen, but they just, uh, I got an email this morning. They're like, don't worry. We're going to send you another one. I'm so sorry. So let's do it. Well, they probably
1: really needed it and they were too shy to ask on their own. So. The universe works in mysterious ways and you're still getting your needs met. It's still arriving. So now, now you bless two people with the egg. (laughs)
0: That's what I'm saying. But you know, it's really funny. And whenever I lose something or whenever anything happens or gets stolen, I'm always like, this is for the higher power. Whoever needs it gets it. Yes. You know, like I just have this detachment to material things. Oh, yeah, um,
2: me too.
0: so, but I'm but I was looking forward to it coming. But now we got some time to prepare. We got some time to kind of see what this ritual's gonna look like, and then we can come back and do this episode because I know every single person listening, you're gonna be curious. and uh, yes, definitely, between these two episodes, go find Ms. Dominique and uh, just start following you. like this episode, this whole hour. it's insane. It's been an hour. has been so juicy like our intention yeah. in the beginning. And uh, I want to keep the combo going.
1: <laughs> yes. And I will just share with you, I'm going to give some, I give for the listeners. I have like an audio guide where I drop in some amazing tips for female orgasms. I blend my my knowledge as a sex sexpert, a nurse and a taunter coach. All of that is the download that you can listen to. It's amazing. And I have a female pleasure masterclass as well. It goes over the nine different types of orgasms that you can uh, purchase later. But the, the audio thing will be a free guide for you. And then if you're interested in the own method and tapping into your orgasmic magic and manifestation and just manifesting the fuck out of your life. And being the powerful creatrix that you are, just let me know, and we'll share if that's okay with you, Samantha. A link to that, and you can check out that program. And I would love to support and guide each one of you because this changed my life. I wish I had learned these things when my children were young. I didn't start this journey till they were adults, and I would have been a much better parent to them. And I'm, you know, we ha- I have loving relationships with them, but I'm just like, wow, could have such a better job because I would have been a better person and I would have been a better person to everyone around me if I had started this healing. So don't delay this because this is a game changer. It literally opened up my life and I'm a completely different person. I regulate my emotions better. My self-love game is on point. I'm in my superpower of vulnerability and femininity and I have no regrets. I love this and I would love for you to experience your true power goddess.
0: Mm. I'm here for it I'm here for it um, yes. thank you my dear and where can people find you where are you most active is it Instagram
1: yeah Instagram is at yes Tantra
0: at yes Tantra
1: and my website yestantra.com my YouTube is yes Tantra unfortunately because of community guidelines Instagram is really pushing me and giving me a pushback on the content I can share. So I have powerful conversations on Clubhouse, which is also at Yes Tantra. Mm-hmm. And if you go to my Instagram, there's a link there where you can sign up for my newsletter. I share juicy as fuck stuff on we my know.
0: newsletter. We know because, from this conversation. We know. Because I can't
1: share it on certain platforms, which I have to respect that. That's fine. Yeah. But Things really get turn up the heat on the newsletter. So definitely subscribe to that. That way you always can be in touch with me regardless of if I get pushed back from a platform or not, you know, I won't get lost in the mix because a lot of accounts have been deactivated. And so just to have that awareness, anyone that has a sex positive page, you should probably get on their newsletters because, you know, it's almost as if this is being suppressed. In society again and shame is uh, so much shame around sex and the conversations about it and so there are a lot of them are losing their platforms and their accounts and then you're then the voices are silenced and we don't need to be silenced we need to be heard because this is medicine this is the healing for the planet of dropping the shame and having empowering conversations on these topics so whoever resonates with you follow them and there's those spaces so that you can continue to to learn and to grow through the whatever they're wanting to share with you because there's so much more than we're aware of. There's so much more for you to experience. You just—it's so fun. It's such a magical journey.
0: I feel like this conversation was almost like a key, and it's just unlocking all of our listeners to this whole other realm, this whole other world of. Yeah. of you know, and it's—I'm—I'm I'm here for it. So, yes to tantra yes to our yoni egg experience we will yes be back. <laughs> and i can't wait just to see because i'm you know for me it's all about authentic vulnerable conversations very very open and uh i love everything about the heart space so you know being me able too. to have these conversations that really matter and bring information that otherwise isn't easily available like i feel like i'm a Fairly conscious person. Yet this past year, I just keep digging and learning more and more and more and more. And yeah, being able to share that with the audience, like you guys, this is a world class conversation right here. So thank you. Thank you. And yes, to each
1: one of you listening, I'm so thankful for all your time, your energy in this space and just sending you so much love and, and
0: magic. Luke. And we will yes. be back. Love and magic. Thank you, thank yes. you my dear. Thanks for listening. If you love today's episode, we have many more amazing topics to come. So make sure to subscribe to never miss a beat. And since you made it this far, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at Samantha Roberto and tell me, what was your biggest takeaway? I want to know if you're looking for even more support, make sure to check out samantharoberto.com for more information about my coaching packages and stay tuned because next week we have another incredible episode being dropped. And don't worry, if you're super eager, we have a whole bunch of binge-worthy, life-changing episodes already posted so you can keep going there. Remember, you are most beautiful when you are you. So turn up your light and shine, and we'll see you next week.